yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You have now entered square circle one on one. You got your man, the Titanian stallion, Mr. Sunny O. Now with me, we'll see him next exclusive 2020 calendar. Mr. January himself, my man Shooter, as a fireman coming up soon. How you doing today? Hey, yo, man, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for the intro, man. I'm very excited. I'm very happy, man, to be uh, it's, it's, partaking in this new part Some changes are good. Some changes yeah. are good. Make yeah. sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talk is Smack 101. You know how we get it popping in this month. Don't forget to download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. How you feeling? I feel wonderful. Feel I wonderful. feel great. A little tired, man. I had a long day, man. I went to the gym early. So that way I'd have all the afternoon to be here. And I it made me actually lazier, too. So, like, I kind of regret it. But it is what it <laughs> like is. By man. going to the gym early? I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I'm, because I'm, it's, I'm tired. It's I don't want to do nothing. Yeah, usually when I'm done with the gym, I'm, I'm done with everything. And now I actually got to do this. So. so you missed today's workout and the show at imrcf.com. Check them out and get a three-week free trial. You used to talk to Low. Tell them Shooter Sunny since you get three weeks for you to try it out. Guess coming up, what you got? You got the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, that's coming up real soon, man. Doesn't sound like fun. It's, it's like it sounds it's like fun unless you see it at a gym. It's not bad. Like, well, <laughs> everything sucks the first time you do it, so it was terrible the not first time I did it. Not bad is like, like is waking up next to a hefty chick. <laughs> it's not bad. No, that's bad. Still, still. <laughs> oh man, check out imrcf.com. You tell them we sent you get the three week free trial, man. Five years in a row. King Five Evening mag- Magazine. Do better than yesterday by checking them out. What we got? How we winning? What's, what's, you told me this decompartmentalized compartmentalized. book of, of quotes. Shout out to Carla. Hey, Carla. Miss you, girl. Twins. Anyway, um, you don't need to have it all figured out to move forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that. Yeah, it, it's really simple, and it's uh, a lot of times it goes back. I always try to think of what it is that how we want to succeed in life and then also what we want to do is succeed for this show too. Yep. And then I kind of like the, appro- our, the approach that we take with this show and how we have from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It matches our personalities. It sure does. Hey, man. Hey, shoot your shot, man. Something yep. will stick. Just keep, just keep throwing. Hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's right. So just keep it moving. So, and that's why I thought that was very fitting, especially I got, I got a couple good ones for the end of the year and okay. the beginning of the year too. We got but. one more episode. For is next next week's the wrap up. Yep, but either way, you don't need to have it all figured out to move forward. Just keep it moving. No, all jokes. I, no jokes for this one today. I no, like that. That's a good I one. I didn't think so. That's a good one. I like that. You know what? I think that's going to be my goal. Just Whatever. Stop it is, just stop. <laughs> just stop. Just stop you making jokes. She's done. You have nothing. I got nothing. I took a shot. I took a. I took a man shot. Yeah, with training wheels on there too. Yeah, no, I just like the lime. I eat it by itself. Now let's talk about. Let's get into some gangster stuff. Now we had uh, Josh Greer came up and got a got a win. So did um, Jamel Hearing. Hearing. Yeah. Jamel Hearing got a win. Semper, Semperfy. Semperfy. So we we've covered him a lot of time. He um he had a couple of losses that kind of set him back. But this is a U.S. Olympian who came out really had high expectations and high yeah. hopes. So I'm glad to see that he's uh coming back and riding that horse. Yeah. Now we also got um. Gilberto Ramirez. This was all on the Gilberto Ramirez and Jesse Hart fight card. Zerto. Zerto. Jesse, <laughs> be careful what you ask for, my friends. Be careful. because And then when you work hard to get it, what do you do when it's there? Right? Because this is what happened with this one. My man, Jesse Hart, fought hard. He did. Up the ranks. More, 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 more assertive than, uh, than the first fight. 
Yes, he did, but not enough to get the win. Nope. Nope, not at all. Not even close. It was not. It was. It was a it was close. close. No, it was really close because like you had one. You had one judge had it a draw actually, and then the other two judges actually had a one fifteen, one thirteen. It was close, but you have you didn't do enough, bro. Yeah, you have the champ looked like the champ in there yes. as far as his so calm in demeanor. the last he round when he went like, in yeah. one handed. Exactly, one-handed and he just had more round. precise shots too. So everything, yeah. And Jesse then, Hart, very ugly style boxing. I think he needs to clean it up a little bit more. I don't even think it's necessarily just a style of boxing. I think it's just him fighting Zerto. So you're fighting the, mm. the champ who already beat you already. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I thought in the very beginning, the one of the first things I wrote down, you can't afford to give away rounds, which he did. And then so it was really funny because watching um, – it was watching – this fight actually for the second time I wasn't listening to the commentary when you were watching it when I watched it I heard him talk about I had it down it was a lot of close rounds and then he really brought it to my attention when the commentator said is like you could have uh, a lot of rounds that looks one sided so you can have somebody win all 12 rounds but it'd be close the whole fight so yeah. on paper on scorecards it could look like it's you know a shutout but then you get somebody you know it's yeah. close rounds inside. So, and I thought besides the beginning where Jesse Hart gave away some rounds that yeah. he could have worked a little bit harder for, I thought it was still a pretty good entertaining fight. It was a good entertaining fight. I'll give him that much. Now, where does Zerto move on from this? He's a 168-pound champion. There's a lot of names in there. I like to see him up against a guy like Caleb Plant, who's, who's got who's, the weed. Who's got the gi. That's who's Caleb Plant is facing. And then uh, who else is at 168 we want to see in there? With Canelo, that's another option. Yeah, that's the option right there. So we'll see what happens next. What do you think is next for Jesse Hart? Because now you couldn't get to that level with him. Do you go up to one seventy five? You take the um, no. You don't go up to one seventy five because you're not going to be able to sit there and be stronger than any of the any other of boxers. Yeah, you know, if, if I'm if I'm not Jesse if Hart, I'm actually taking a swipe at any of the other belts. Yeah. That that's what I'm doing. So if you can't, because we all have we all have Zerto yep. at the as the top, but Uskategi or Smith. Um, Callum Smith, mm. you know Rocky Felding would have been another one, you know. Besides that too. Yeah. So, but like uh, take another swipe at the at the other champs, man. You you, you already know that you're not going to beat uh, Zerto. That's so disrespectful, right there. Caleb Plant, number two ranked. At a and there's nobody and, else and under. above the, above him is not rated. That's so disrespectful. How dare you? How yeah. dare you? What a IBF, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Anyways, Gilberto Zerto Ramirez is the WBO champion. Uh, next on his list is I hope is I hope he's looking at focusing on maybe getting these unified. Calling out Callum Smith, David Benavidez Jr., who's added to a card recently that I will talk about. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yep. We'll see what happens next. Now let's get into the zone fight schedule. So. Kick it off was the prettiest dude alive in boxing right now. Doesn't matter if he's best dressed or not. My man Ryan Garcia over there. You know what, man? My um, the Tecate girl that's back there, the one with the black hair. She looks uh Spanish or you, the one that everybody loves, known to adore. Now see me, I have a lightweight crush on her, and she was cheesing a little bit too hard when Ryan Garcia was in the ring. I didn't like that. I didn't like. I didn't like that at all. It's like, baby, I know you don't notice me. I don't know you don't know me, but you will in the future. Yeah. But. That you smile a little bit too hard at a kid that's a hot, it's a buck thirty. A buck thirty. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't I, like that. I ain't scared of him. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't fight him, but I ain't scared of him. I'd fight him. <laughs> you, you <laughs> I'd fight him. Yeah, because he's probably walking around at hundred 
50, 160 yeah, pounds. That, no, but even at, even at his fight weight, I still got him by 80 pounds. Yeah. Well, Ryan Garcia showed up with some power. One of these things, one of the reasons why I don't like LeBron James is kind of like anybody. I, I don't, I can't, you cannot be a self-proclaimed king. Does that make sense? You can't be a self-proclaimed king. You can't call king. yourself the king. You can't just call yourself the king. You have to earn Oh, that oh, I thought you said kid, king. King. Yeah. Okay. Now, in LeBron's defense, he never really started at the bottom. Yeah, so true. when he came in, he was already doing man stuff and king stuff. It's because so, he's really 48 right now. <laughs> he's, Greg, he's Greg Oden's son. Right, exactly. So, it, but Ryan, he does. He has. I can see what you mean. He hasn't done enough to be called the king. Of course not. Well, but is that the only thing that you have against him? No, that's yeah. it. That's a, that's a, yeah. That's actually the only thing. I yeah, I was about to say because on, on top Other of that, that he he beat the key. How do you beat somebody for like four rounds and that person still mock you for the whole four rounds? That I think uh, Braulio Rodriguez, I think he understands what boxing is. Yeah. He kind of pulled a poor man's Tyson Fury out. Like, it's it, the showmanship is what he tried to – it's like, hey, you're not hurting me. You're not doing nothing. But you know what I took away from that? So that one of the things that was irritating me because, like, look, dude, you're getting smashed out here. Yeah. But – I like the poise of Ryan Garcia not to be able to bait and try to knock him out or try to overexert himself or yeah, overextend yeah, yeah. his punches, though. So I like that. And then, and then not even get over the fight. So uh, KO, round five, it, it was just after mm -hmm. the knockdown in the first run. Um, his poise and his composure really matured. And then what more impressed me more than the fight was his interview afterwards. Did you listen to the interview afterwards? Of course not, because you're not a student of this. This is why I'm here. So, was he giving me a shout-out again? No, nah, he didn't give nah, me a shout-out again. No, but I liked him because he, he understood, and he said it's a process. He's like, I understand. I can't knock everybody out. I've just got to work, and i got to take this one step at a time. Very and mature. then he said, no, he really did. So Very whoever's mature. handling him, don't know if he changed handlers or whatever happened, but or somebody actually got to him. He mm. If he keeps that mentality and really sits there and works at it. Probably got a he, girlfriend or something. <laughs> nah, man, not at that age, man. Hopefully, hopefully not, man. You you're wasting a lot of your good years. <laughs> I mean, well, granted, he posted on Twitter not too long ago that he was taking applications for girlfriends, and I was like, <laughs> so he, he he obviously he went down a notch in my book on that one. <laughs> like, and literally, that was his post. Uh, you never know, you never know, man, because even his throwaways are probably still nine. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, yeah, hey, right. hey, bro, look at these fine ones. I mean, hey, yeah, man. Who, yeah. Hey, I, I don't, I'm not saying I would do that, but I'm also not saying that I wouldn't do that if I was yeah, ever, you know, yeah, that got yeah. to that point. No, but after the fight, though, he really, he, you should go back and listen to it. And anybody who's listening to me um, should just go listen to the Ryan Garcia interview afterwards. Uh, the maturity and then the, the main thing, what I always talk about boxing is like, if you ladies don't know who Ryan is Garcia is, you're discipline. welcome. Discipline. So his discipline is what is going to take this kid far. And yeah. so hopefully he keeps that. I, I agree, sir. 100%. Real quick. Backtrack to Zerto Ramirez. Um, they mentioned that at the age of 14, his dad gave him a loaded revolver and said, you got to survive the neighborhood. I got a hood pass from him. Well, how's his application looking? <laughs> yeah, man. He's he's uh, he's stamped. 
He's stamped he, he's, and approved. He's stamped, yeah. Stamped and approved, son. I wonder if he still carries that revolver around. He has to. That's got to be like one of those things that, you know, he's like, this is the first gun my pops ever gave to me. Uh, I, I, I got it. I got it. He turned it into a belt buckle. <laughs> a real just belt buckle? A revolver. Belt that buckle. he can't take to customs, right? at least. No, it's probably, it's, still in t- it's probably in Texas, stays in Texas. Ryan Garcia got to win. Good job on there. KO Braulio Rodriguez in the fourth or fifth round? It was the fifth round. Fifth and round. now it was great about the KO. It was, it was it was Terrence Crawfordish. It's like he didn't reach for it. It just came to him. And he just dominated from the opening bell. Okay. okay. Next So up, I'm really I'm really excited about where are you I, th- going I think I think this kid is gonna be really special. What too. what what weight weight division? 135 lightweight. 135. Ooh, a lot of names at 135. A lot of names. Ooh, it's getting hot up in this division. It's looking nice. It's looking real nice, baby. Now, next on this fight card is the return to the ring from his last defeat. Saddam Ali versus Mauricio Herrera. Now, defeat is like the softest, nicest term that you can say that he came back from. <laughs> Demolition. Demolition. Destruction. Destruction's a good one. Destroyed, bullied. Molly whopped. Molly whopped. Uh, yeah. Five rounds. Showed heart. Yeah, he showed a lot of heart, man. Mm-hmm. But, like, those are one of those. Somebody need to save yeah, him. Nah. Throwing the damn towel, man. Throwing the damn towel, man. That's not dripping down his nose. It's yeah. Like, oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. Well, Saddam Ali looked really good. Um, they got him in. They put in there um, an older Mauricio Herrera's look, look like a shell of himself. This is the same guy who everybody thought beat Danny Garcia in Puerto Rico. Yeah, looked really good in that fight, but that was five six years ago now. Yep, Mauricio hasn't Herrera. had a fight in uh, seventeen months, I believe. You got a you got a wily veteran in there. Um, this but, is what made Saddam Ali drop that Jaime Munguia fight, drop to one forty seven. Mm-hmm. So he this is where he Super- should have been fighting at anyways. Yeah, he should have been staying at 147. The thing is, he took that 154 on short notice for for the uh, pack Cotto uh, because Cotto wanted to go out in style with a nice with a nice New York name. Yeah. It didn't work out well for him. So now Saddam Ali going down to 147. He looked faster, looked stronger, um, but I'm not sold yet because you walked into the devil's den. So I'm. I just had a I was really kind of not disappointed. I had a vision. Saddam Ali mean? versus Terrence Crawford is going to happen next year. All right. So we got another murder <laughs> yeah. on paper. Right? We're gonna do. So, no. A lot of these fights I was really disappointed in. Not that they weren't good fights, but I, I had to look at it more from – I couldn't look at it from an entertaining aspect. I had to look at it from our aspect and just what we do in boxing. So I thought – Mauricio Herrera, he's not Jaime Munguia. I thought Saddam Ali could have been way more dominant, even though he won unanimous decision. I thought he he had all the advantages to be more aggressive and more assertive and more dominant. He was younger, he was faster, but he let this guy kind of bully him. I didn't think it was a good performance. He got hit way, way too much, too many, too many times. I agree, and 100%. then and then in round twelve, when he took that final like lunge swing and then yeah. he fell, it's like, dude. I need you to look good after coming back from home. Because, like, I this picked him. This was showcase fight. You're supposed I, to showcase to look good. I picked him to beat Miguel Cotto, which I was wrong. And you outboxed Miguel Cotto, even though he had a torn bicep. I remember that. But either way, I still gave you credit. You look good in a fight. Yeah. Then you come to Miami Magia. You get the brakes beat off of you. 
All right, understandable. So now the next step, you drop in weight so you don't have to face any of that power, but you have to look good coming off that fight. I didn't think he looked good enough on that fight. And and I think it was just more being me thinking that he's better than the way he fought. Now, I guess I guess I guess I guess I can't take nothing away from Mauricio Herrera the way that he fought him, but mm-hmm. you got to get these old guys out of here, bro. Quick. Not not necessarily a, a knockout, no but you just got to get them out no of here. So You have to so Saddam Ali, whatever is next for you, if you say it's against Terrence Crawford, the I'm already speaking yeah. in the past for the future. That's three bad fights that you fought in a row. <laughs> so if you're going from uh, Jaime Munguia to to getting killed, Mauricio Herrera to looking okay and winning, and then getting knocked out by Terrence Crawford, yeah, I'm predicting that one already yeah, if right. it happens. Yeah, then, most likely he no. will. So. We'll see what happens next with there. Now, Tevin Farmer versus Francisco Fonseca. There's certain things in boxing sometimes to me is just beautiful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I used to say this about Floyd Mayweather, but when you think of the definition of poetry in motion, I don't think there's nothing better than the sport of boxing. Ever. Basketball. Maybe. Not this basketball, though. Not 90s basketball. Not 90s basketball in old Spurs basketball because yeah. there was sometimes it was just like this is beautiful this is how it should be played like if I was ever a coach these are the yeah. tapes that I would be showing no, people Spurs basketball was like the live version of the Globetrotters without the tricks I think you know granted we're a boxing podcast yeah. but the my favorite finals was the Spurs versus Pistons Ooh, that's a good one. With Chauncey Billups yep, and yep. all them. Like oh Billups, man that yep. was beautiful that went to seven games like Detroit that was, won that, that one? Was, no Detroit lost in hey. game seven okay. yeah that was my favorite no but I, so that was we the just same, got a, what year when did Detroit win because that was the same era for them right Detroit won in 04 or okay. 03 okay Detroit won in 03 because they were the ones who beat the Lakers yes, and right. Lakers won 2000 okay. 2001 2002 and 03 so now there I understand where you were going with the, the boxing is the most beautiful sport when it comes it to is. the poetry and then Tevin Farmer is one of those guys who does box beautifully only fighter who has three eyes I thought he had a subpar performance. I agree with you. Oh, okay, perfect. Now, and this is what this is what and I he thought. He still looked good though. This is this is what I thought about it. When you're, as far as like Lomachenko's last fight, and mm-hmm. as far as Saddam Ali's fight that we just watched, mm-hmm. and then well, I'm not even gonna throw Saddam Ali because he's not even in the same class yeah. as Tevin Farmer okay. or Lomachenko. But when you see these guys so sharp, yeah. And so great and so dominant. Anything less than I think they set the bar too high. Well, for me they did. Yes. They set the bar a little bit too high to where if I see anything less, I'm like, all right, man, you got hit way too many times. And of course, I'm looking at the opponent, Francisco Fonseca, only lost to Javante Davis, so he's no slouch, he's no bums. Twenty-two and one coming into this fight with sixteen showed knockouts. He showed up. He did show up, but. I thought Tevin Farmer was playing around too much. And then if you're going to play around, then you better not be getting hit. He was getting caught way too. I've just seen him way more yeah. sharp. So I think Tevin Farmer's mistake was taking this fight too soon. I kind of respected that as a champ. I respect two it, but I think that's why we get the performance we get. Two months. 
and that's I why also we get this kind of performance I though. also like agree with you as far as that too. It's like yeah, maybe because I, I, I thought about that watching the fight, especially because I watched it twice. The second time I watched it is when I actually was really really paying attention to and, it. And Fonsec is a good fighter. Yeah, he's a very good fighter. So for him to do what he did against Tevin Farmer says a lot on his part. But Tevin Farmer should be able to blow this guy out. And, but this is a fighter still people need to learn. He's learning on the job. 16 amateur, 17 amateur fights or something. Didn't he turn pro? Got shot in the hand in January or something. Still had three fights this year. Who who kills somebody with a pencil? You know what I'm saying? With a effing pencil. That, so, yeah. now. Oh, another thing that... uh. Stacy, she was she was like, you watching this fight again? You watching him getting beat? I was like, no, he actually won this fight. And she was like, didn't look like it. So even she was gonna watch boxing, and she was she noticed that you know he didn't look he didn't look great in that <laughs> fight. Um, then she she said he reminds he, re, uh, Tim Farmer reminds him of Welvin the Great. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got him. He said he reminds <laughs> him. I was like, man, that's that's a shame. That's to me, I thought he looked more like the lazy eye guy and. Um, <laughs> Who was uh, Rick James' bodyguard in the Pache- the uh, Chappelle show? Man, so I don't know if you remember that off key, yeah. but I just remember that face. That's who Tevin Farmer That's looked funny. like to me. But so Francisco Fonseca mm-hmm. is only lost to Gervonta Davis, which he was KO'd in round eight. Yep. And Jose Pedraza, who just got done fighting Lomachenko, was KO'd in round seven. So okay. between Lomachenko, Tevin Farmer, and Gervonta Davis, you know. Tevin Farmer's been calling out Gervonta Davis for a while. For a minute. And Gervonta Davis has called out Lomachenko for a while. Mm-hmm. And it just seems to me Gervonta Davis has had the way better performance out of these two between the common opponents. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And some of this could be Tevin Farmer taking the fight too soon. You know, who knows? But if they fought today, who would win? But between Javante Davis and Tim Farmer to you? Well, the only thing that, the only thing to me right now that they both have over Javante Davis is that they're more active. Mm-hmm. If Javante Davis was to take one or two fights before then, or even just one, I honestly might have to give Javante Davis the nod. I think his power is the problem. His power is the problem. That's the thing about it, mm-hmm. too. And, you know, even though. Even though they're both, I would always take the pure boxer yeah. over the power. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the power is just overwhelming. Yeah, and that's what Javante Davis because he's a pretty he's a pretty decent boxer as well too. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to getting him out of there, he gets him out of there. So you're talking about yeah. we said Lomachenko. I said Lomachenko's last fight he wasn't as impressive as he should have been. Got hit too many times. Tevin Farmer's last fight he wasn't as impressive as he should have been. Got hit too many times. You can't get hit too many times versus Gervonta Davis. Yeah. I agree. So it's and now I, I could be I could be saying that just because you know, well I'm not I'm not even saying that because I, like I'm not even watching Gervonta Davis fight. So it's like you know how most people get caught up in the moment. They're like, oh man, this guy can beat anybody. I was like, no, I'm not even looking Gervonta Davis. I'm looking at how you guys looked, mm-hmm. and then the former opponents that you yeah, fought. That's good. So I like it. As of right now, Javante Davis, I think he takes care of Abner Mares. Uh, yeah. So we got that coming up. Are we talking about No, that? let's talk on the list, but we'll talk oh. about that in a second. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. So, Tim Farmer, good job on the win. Hopefully, you are out to unify this is the for belts. The, yep, this is for the IBF uh, Super Featherweight belt. Now, if the, let's say top rank grows a pair and they're like, hey, you know what? Tim Farmer, how, how would you like to fight Lomachenko? Does he take the fight? 
I think he takes the fight. He takes the fight. He has to. Has to. Like you, you just had two fights back to back. Do you think Lomachenko can knock him out? I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I, I, just like once he's going up, you see the power is not carrying as well once it's going up. As long as you're scared to throw that right hook, you ain't got, you ain't gonna work. Now let's talk about a showcase fight. What is a showcase fight? A showcase fight is when you get a fighter. And you put them in there to get some rounds in against somebody with a reputable name that you expect him to dominate and get a good, solid win for to look better to market more. And who are you speaking about? Canelo Saul Alvarez. And did he do that? He showed it. I've never now. I now I couldn't tell <laughs> if Rocky Fielding was protest, protesting the national anthem or T-bowing and praying during this fight because that's all I saw was him taking a knee, and that's it. After the first round, I, I, the look in his eye, he was defeated already. You know where I would have been defeated at? The difference in the locker room. Yes. It was like, look, I don't care where you are, uh, but Canelo had a plush locker room. It was like, look, like, have you ever heard, like, I get intrigued just by hearing about, like, what people are, are yeah. like materialistic-wise because I'm yeah. not like that, so I don't understand. Yeah. So it was just like. It was either Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce, one of those Mariah guys. Whenever they, whenever they go somewhere, they their room that they're staying in has to have all white, has to be all white. So Mariah the bed Carey. sheet, it was Mariah Carey when you read that. The sheets, the flower, all that, just all white and stuff. Is that where Canelo is? Hey, look, I want velvet rugs. When plush. I come in here, I want it plush. I want it nights. I want my daughters to have a little plate. I want a jungle gym in here for my kids. And then I want the room to I need like Emerald Agassi in the back cooking I, up fish tacos. Look, it, it, look, and it, Canelo, you're only here for 30 for minutes. 36 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You're only here for 36 minutes. Look, I don't care. Oh, okay. if I'm gonna be back here, I want to. And then you, you I go may over. I never come back to switch, New York. You switch over to Rocky Feld, and you're just like, all right, man. Here's a couple wire hangers. Put your little Knicks jersey up in your shorts and your little belt. Yeah. And then here's the bathroom. Here's the women's bathroom. Nobody should be coming in here. It just looked, it just looked so cool. cold. And I, yeah. I just felt bad for him just right there. Awfully so, not getting the kind of respect a cop killer deserves. Obviously, since we are, since they were fighting for the WBA yeah. super middleweight belt. And Rocky Felding was announced first. Yeah. Now, somebody comes up to a different division. You're the champ and you get announced first. How often does Rocky Field make uh, it's, it's sign right here? It's three point two million. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Is this American so, dollars or pounds? <laughs> it's like you can't you can't have Sweet Caroline in there. I don't even like that song. Here, I'll yeah. sign. I'll yeah. sign wherever. Who? Well, I don't know whose idea that was. Deal Diamond. Is he even British? I don't know, but he's making a lot of money from that every his, time he gets paid. His he's estate killed. is. Yeah. So. All right. Canelo Alvarez let's talk, yeah, let's talk about made the fight, a big you know. statement at 168 pounds. He threw that left hook to the body with this, demo, this devastation. Destruction was at the end of every punch he threw. He was – Rocky Felding, he needed to fight tall. He yeah. didn't. He, he didn't, didn't at all. And, and Canelo the, was just getting in close. The one thing that I thought that he would have a problem with, because I actually mm -hmm. thought this was going to be a way longer fight because – if Feld, if Felding used his size, mm -hmm. he could, he should be able. Not he's not going to outbox him, but yeah. keep him at bay at least. Just use yeah. that height. You had a four inch height advantage, and I don't know how many inches mm -hmm. like length advantage. Why use that? He he fought small, but watching that fight, Canelo was the perfect size for body shots. He didn't even have to dig down low to go. He was just right there. He's just like, oh, I'm already down here. So too easy. 
Too easy for him. So there's this porn star that now, I like, and her name is it? her name is uh, Lana Rhodes, and she has the, she has these two cherry tattoos on her butt. Oh yeah, we discussed this. Yeah, yeah, and then so Rocky Felding had two boxing gloves tattooed on his. I saw that uh, on his arm, and it was just really small, like, and it reminded me of her tattoo. I'm just like, yo, man. You can't come in and intimidate. Granted, you're the champ, but like the, the tattoo, you, you need to get nobody. that covered. It's not scaring nobody, man. It's just not like it's like one of those yeah. when you're 17, your parents put you in boxing, and you can't really go get a good tattoo. You got 20 bucks in your homeboy. Yeah. Just, hey, man, I can do that real quick. It's like he's had that tattoo for 20 years, man. Probably before has. he before he was even at. I was just like, yo, man, you're not he ready for has. this fight. So now, go ahead. Now, now Canelo here made a statement at 168 pounds because that's a big boy to drop him. Now, Four times. Is this man Weapon X? How is he? How is he healed so? so the only thing that was well. missing from this fight was the headgear. This was a sparring match. Yeah. This was a sparring match. I I I don't. From his whole catalog mm-hmm. till now, we are really witnessing whether he is. He's becoming mm-hmm. a master boxer. Okay. And you, we rarely see master boxers. Yeah. Like somebody who has it all. Like the well, power. Floyd the comes once in a Floyd, lifetime. Floyd. To get a second one this soon? Terrence Crawford. That's Terrence great. Crawford is another one. Mm-hmm. But Floyd, But how many other master boxers, whether it's the IQ, the body shots, the head shots, the speed, the power, when to turn it on, when to pull back, mm-hmm. just the slipping, the movement. Yeah. Lomachenko, he he's a master boxer when he wants to be, when he can be. He yeah. he is really right there. I, oh, okay, so now for one thing about Canelo, uh, he he did make a statement that he won't fight any more Mexican fighters. How do you feel about that? I think that's stupid. I think it's but stupid. I think it's stupid. But then also, how many Mexican boxers are on his level right now? At 168 pounds, you got David Benavidez, you got yeah. Gilberto Ramirez, you have Jaime Munguia. That's the top three right there. Well, Gilberto Ramirez is the only other one. David, David Benavides? David Benavides. Those, Those two right there. Yeah. They're bigger than him. They they, they hit hard. Mm-hmm. So can Canelo beat either think, one of those? Or is this is this a way to, I think to, he, to go back to 160 or steer away from these guys? Probably a little bit of both. Mm, a little bit so of too. both. He he did go. But not even no, – I'm not even – look, don't, don't even go on yeah. because I – I hate to do this, yeah. and I've and I've and I hate I hate to piss on somebody who, especially who's great, because Canelo is my, mm-hmm. my second, third favorite fighter. So okay. it um, I'm more and more and more inclined to say that this man is on steroids. What? You serious? I'm dead serious, man. And it's not even. It's just too. It's just too overwhelming. I didn't see. I didn't see any of that. It's it's too overwhelming. And the one thing that it brought brought to my attention was when 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 Floyd was coming up, and he was talking about Manny Pacquiao. He was like, "Yo, I moved up gradually, but I wasn't walking through everybody like Manny Pacquiao when he had the Manny Pacquiao allegations to say he was." And I'm not. And look. And this is not even saying, hey, yo, Canelo couldn't do this without steroids. No, it's just too imposing. It's just like, all right, let me go fight Triple G. Hey, he failed then once. Also, he failed once. Failed also, once. And then your boy, Polly Malinaji, he was like, 
all the best boxers are doing it. He's, he's just saying like there's he was like you'd be surprised at how many good boxers or great boxers are actually doing it. And this is not me saying that anything because I love Canelo, I really do. But at the same time, is dude, you're too you're too well, good. When when I saw Adrian Peterson at Oklahoma running the way he did as a freshman, I was like, yo, this kid's on drugs, man. He Look, and not the good fun drugs. This is <laughs> I want to be a professional and be the best yeah, at what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was 20 years ago. That was 15 plus years ago mm-hmm. when he was doing that. Look, he's just too dominant. Like, yeah. how do you get you you went up? You just, look, you just fought Triple G back to back times. You were in sunglasses you, after the look, fight. You were once look. And just perfectly fine. Good. And then you come back, and then not only do you just work your way up, you fight another champion. Yeah. Now. I'm not saying Rocky Fielding was a beast or anything like that, yeah. but you did. But he's naturally bigger than you because yeah. he's. You just got that the last. You fought Floyd at a catch weight at 152. Mm-hmm. Now you're up at 168, and you just pummeled this guy inside three rounds. Pummeled is is the best and correct thing to say for no, that one. No, oh, tell, look. No, no, I agree with you, but I, I'm like this is like this is how I am. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to defer to baseball for this one. If everybody's doing it. Then it's okay with me, and then maybe we need it to make this to, to keep the sport what it is. Unfortunately, this is my stance. My my thing is, or maybe is I would it American? Only, I would only, only I would only be fine with it in baseball and in football. That's, baseball is probably the only one that should do it. Huh? Baseball is probably the only sport that actually should allow it. That, Nah, I think I, a lot of guys use it for like rehab purposes and all yeah. that to straight, and then plus their careers are cut shorter. If baseball, it's for rehab baseball, purposes for base, any sport, I'm hey, for it. Ba- baseball is guaranteed money. Football is not. Yeah. If they got to go a little bit harder, a little bit longer, that's what she said. Yeah, I feel you. That's I, I I'm on fine with that. I'm, well, I'm fine with that. But until this man is busted, he's, he's he uh, already has been. He's innocent until proven guilty again. <laughs> he already has been busted. <laughs> so it's all right until he's guilty twice. Yeah, three, until, all right, all right. We're gonna three strikes and you're out. You got a three strike rule. You got two more chances at least. Well, at least one more to blow. <laughs> you got one more to ruin, and that's it. And you're look, good. look. Uh, what do you? What's next for Canelo? Well, Canelo, man, they, they already got T-Mobile Arena reserved May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Um, for you, everybody, you what that, is you, thinking you, is going to be Triple, triple G, G Trilogy. <laughs> that was a nice ring. Which, I, which I think. I think that's get, what's going to happen. It has to happen. And it has to happen. And I think Triple G better knock him out, or else he's going to walk out with another hell. I, I think Canelo might, might end him. Might knock him out. Th- or if, or this will be the first time you ever see Triple G, Triple G hit the canvas. Yeah, maybe. I like that prediction. You're getting older. He's getting older. He's getting. You're Canelo, going against the Super Canelo, Saiyan, bro. Can, look, and then He's we have Canelo. Saiyan. We said it. We have Canelo losing the first fight. We have Canelo winning the second fight. Yep. And Canelo's keeps getting better. Yeah. He keeps getting better. That's what I'm saying. Like Super we're Saiyan. watching a master boxer. So yep. it's like, and we said it after the first Triple G fight. Canelo has more upside. Yep. And then we just seen what he did to Rocky Felding. Mm-hmm. Like. This kid's this kid's spectacular, man. Well, while we're on the topic here of Latin fighters, uh, let's go ahead. We got Oscar Valdez and Tia Fomo. Tia Fimo. Fimo Lopez. Fimo Lopez added to the Alvarez Kovalev fight card. They're not going to be fighting each other. Not Canelo Alvarez. This is a later. This a leader. A leader Alvarez, Alvarez versus Kovalev fight card. Now, also Dan- David Benavides added to the Mikey Garcia Earl Spence fight card. 
Oh, that sounds great. And then what was announced today was Javante Davis versus Abner Morris, which we, which we touched on earlier. This is a fight that I'm looking forward to, and I cannot wait till it happens. Which because one? Because Abner Morris, Javante Davis. This is so right now the most intriguing fight for me next year is going to be Adrian Broner versus Manny Pacquiao. Uh, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Why? I'm about to say. Go ahead. I meant Adrian Boner. Versus Manny Pacquiao. Look at you. Subconsciously, this, and, you call him the right name. And then this one here, Javante David versus Abner Mars. And I say, because these are the most ex- intriguing bouts to me. As far as for what do you have left? What do you, what do you get here to, what are you still here to prove? Do you think you can actually beat this guy? And this is for both of these fights. Because right now, does Adrian Boner think he can actually beat Manny Pacquiao? Yes. I think Adrian Broner has what most champions have to have and that's that kind of psychotic yeah. like now this is i'm the best in the world kind of like muhammad ali have you have to even when you lose you always have to have that because like even adrian broner we always talk about you know where you know where he is he lost to good people his three losses are to good people pull up abdo mars when was his last fight in what weight division i want to say is he going up two weight divisions for this fight Abdemarez, he just fought Leo Santa Cruz, which came from a tough fight and loss. And that was at 125. And he's fighting what sure. weight division? 135? Uh, 130. This, okay. One, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he's moving on, up on. one or two. Let me see what this is going to be at. For the super featherweight, so this is at 130, yeah. Okay, so he's moving up one weight division. Already this is bad. He's already written bad all over it. This boy's going to be too big, too strong. He's going to pummel this cat. And so, that's what I was wondering what you were talking about, like, are his intriguing matchups. I, I don't well, because Abner Mars is no slouch. He's he no slouch. Up. He can hit hard, too. But what are you going to do with someone who's not scared of you and tank. you better? Tank Davis. Stank Davis. You just came up with that? No. Stank Davis? No. Nah, Tank Davis gets this guy out of there and gets him out quickly. I think – Um. Now, just like you said, with uh, the intriguing is the boner is the Broner fight. Don't touch me. Don't touch. <laughs> don't, don't touch me. Is the Broner fight yeah. with Pacquiao just because it's just like you, it's it's. We saw Pacquiao destroy the machine. We. He destroyed him. We did. And the thing is, the youth is on Adrian Broner's size. The talent is on Adrian Broner's size well, for Pacquiao's the age. Pacquiao's juicing again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but these are the kind of matches that I like where it's just like, Ayo, this is what my heart and my head are two are really split and torn in between yep. that. So that's going to be really fun to watch and to break those down. You know what I love? My heart and head only gets torn between sports, but never with women. Never. 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 Ever. Always, Ever. If that's when I make really great, well, I'm not going to say great decisions, yeah, but like one I put more thought into is definitely how I choose that. How are we looking for time? We got a lot of time. We're oh, good. Oh, good. We're good. Okay, let take me slow time. it down. Take your so time. So let me, let's talk about this now. Baby, you ready to get to this fight card take this time. weekend? So we, we got some good fights cut up this weekend. Some intriguing okay. ones. Okay. Josh, oh, I put my dad on to Pack, Anderson Pack. Uh-huh. Likes him. I'm going to buy him the CD for Christmas. Good man. Which one, Malibu? Yeah. See, I And see, I'm more of a fan of the... Um, Yes, Lord. The yeah. No worries. That, I'm going to get them both albums. Get them both albums. Get them both albums. Because I was like, this is perfect for him. And Anderson Pack is, is a breath of fresh air when it comes to music. Just what he is. Now, let's talk about my man, Josh Warrington. I feel a little bad doing this one, too, but this is where it's at. Josh Warrington is the A-side versus Carl Frampton. Yeah. The Jackal. Now, I like the Jackal. Yeah, you do. I like the Jackal. I like the Jackal a lot. 
I think. Who are you picking? Call Frampton to win. Uh, you know what? And it's only because of. I'll, I'll I'll let you have that because the way that I always bring this up, and I was like, the way that Josh Warrington mm-hmm. fought Lee Selby mm-hmm. and took that split decision. Mm-hmm. I, Not I don't see. I don't. You, huh? I wasn't impressed enough that he could beat Carl Frampton with that win. <sighs> Honestly, I think Carl Frampton comes out on top with this one. Yeah, I, think I so. really, I really do. But like, I can take, I can take uh, Josh Warrington. If I think you want Carl to. Frampton targeted this fight because he saw this as an easy way to capture another belt in another division. I think Josh Warrington is not ready for this level, and I think this is going to show that Lee Selby wasn't ready for this level of fighter because there's another level of class that Carl Frampton is on. He, yeah. There's one loss on Leo Santa Cruz's record. Yeah. And that's to the freaking Jackal. And there's only one loss on the Jackal's record, and that's from Leo Santa Cruz. We need to get some closure, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that once he has that belt in hand, he can lure Leo to come fight in Belfair or Belfast, Belfast and hold up to his gentleman's agreement. I think it's going to be. I think this fight is going to be better than what's expected. But I think I, do, so too. I think uh, Carl Frampton is going to be able to get this and take care of business. Of I him. think so and too. He's plus he has the better the better nickname. I like the Jackal from the movie I like to the, the name also. to the animal. <laughs> right. Bruce Willis, uh, baby. I'm, I'm, da- I'm down with the Jackal at any I'm at with any you on points and turns in in history. I'm with you on this one now. So after Josh Warrington and Carl Frampton, we'll see what happens here. Because if Josh Warrington didn't get the win, the the world is in his hands at this point. If you beat Carl Frampton, you will be ascended to another level. Yeah. Who else is at this division here? What Gary, Russell, Ju- Gary Russell Jr. Ooh. and Oscar Valdez. Ooh. Now, we know Frampton wants Valdez. Yeah. Frampton wants Valdez. And he's, that's the fight. I mean, to get a belt, yes. If I'm yes. Carl Frampton, I'm going after – I will I would try to take care of Josh Warrington first. Then I would go out after Oscar Valdez. Hopefully, the youth is still mm-hmm. a problem with Oscar Valdez. How would but, you feel, though, about a, a Carl Frampton and Gary Russell Jr. fight, though? I think Gary Russell takes him. I, ooh, I, I do I think I don't know. And it's not because he's black, either. I think his inactivity can hurt him. It can. And but, I when's think, last, but when's the last time we saw Carl Frampton, though? Beat, we beat Luke Campbell earlier this year. Was that this year? Yeah. All these days and nights running together. Let me see. That's racist. Luke, Luke Campbell? Luke yeah, Jackson. Luke Jackson, yeah. Luke Campbell. Who's Luke Campbell? Uncle Luke. Yeah, <laughs> two life crew. Oh dang! Yeah, Carl. Uh, dang man, my days are really running together. No, he fought twice this year. He this fought Donito Darnell in the beginning of the year. Shout out to every fighter that fights three times a year. That's what I like to see. Now, I want to see Carl Frampton versus Gary Russell Jr. I think this is a very intriguing matchup. It's a very interesting one, and I think uh, I reserve the right to make to a pick. pick when the fight happens. <laughs> now. Uh. Gary, Ru- Gary Russell fought this year. Once? Yep. Of course, it's all. It's all he ever fights. Once every. So year. all he needs is one to like, get out there. Hey. He's like Haley's comedy fights once a year or every twelve hey. months or something. And the only loss on his record is a majority decision win against Lomachenko. Yep. That's right. So now, so let's move on to the heavyweight division here. Now I am tired of Eddie Hearn and Matthew Sports trying to force upon me and make me like Dylan White. Because I, I feel like that's all that's happening right now. They're like, so, hey, it's one of the things like, you know, you ever have a friend who likes somebody so much that every time anything close to that subject pops up, they're like, yo, yo, man, it's, 
Every time, anytime you listen to rap, if I was like, yo, Eminem, Eminem, so rapper. You do do that. You do do that. And I saw your tweet and I blatantly ignored it. I don't That's even know what it was about. Something about. I'll try to get a Bad Medieval 2 album. A what? Bad Medieval. Royce and Eminem. Oh, oh. That's all. Like, you know, what's he going like Royce 5 9? I like Royce. Anyway, that's how I feel what Dylan White is to boxing right now for the heavyweight division. He already got beat by Anthony Joshua, yet his name keeps coming up mentioning as facing Anthony Joshua. He has a rematch now with Derek Chisora. Derek Chisora, we know him because he's a little, a little off, a little nutty. Yeah. A little nutty in there. But I like him because he's a good, aggressive fighter. Um, he had a good win recently. Who did he beat recently? Derek Chisora. Yeah, that he knocked out his last fight. Carlos Takeham. Carlos, dude, look at that one. Carlos, tack him, take him. Knocked him out in the eighth round. You got it, man. Yeah. Look at you. Look at that, baby. Look I told you I'm good you. at this. Oh, now, rain man ass. That's right. It's something I'm good at. But Dylan White, though, got a solid win the last time he beat Derek Chisora. Yeah, it was split decision. He's looking okay. I do give him credit for beating Joseph Parker, even though Joseph Parker almost had him out. Horseshoes and hand grenades, baby. Almost doesn't count. So, but I feel Dylan White is also avoiding Luis Ortiz. If if your goal is to get a belt, mm -hmm. now us as a fan, I wouldn't mind seeing that. But at yeah. the same time, we know how that outcome is going to go. But if Luis I'm trying Ortiz. to if I'm trying to get a re, if I'm trying to get a rematch with Anthony Joshua, Luis Ortiz is not the way. He is not the way. If you if this guy's a guy who almost got Deontay Wilder out of there, bruh, you're not on this you're not on the same level. Cause at the same time as even though I have Anthony Joshua beating Deontay Wilder, really? Anthony Joshua still is kind of scared of Deontay Wilder's power, at least. So and then you see that. While we're on and all the that subject of the heavyweight say, division, let's talk about this then. Okay. Because right now, I see Tyson Fury running the table. Today. You see him running the table? I see him running the table. I think he beats Deontay Wilder. Maybe. I'm holding I'm holding this pick for the rematch. But I think he, he beats Deontay Wilder. And I think he could beat Anthony Joshua. I don't think he can beat Anthony Joshua. I think he can. I if think Anthony Joshua is, is the lesser of all of them. If we're looking at... Oh, I don't see Anthony at, Joshua beating Luis Ortiz. I do. He's more athletic. He's more athletic, and he has the power to be able to move. And he's, he a, looked, he's a pure box. He's a pure boxer. He See, looked horrible was, in his last two performances. He, Based off of that, right now, okay. I don't think he can do it. Understandable that, but common common opponent, Tyson Fury, Vladimir Klitschko. Mm -hmm. That was a ugly, is an ugly decision. Mm -hmm. But Tyson Fury got that. Anthony Tyson Joshua Fury got, got an easy win. Hey, Joshua got him out of there. He took punishment. He got him to, out of there. He had to work hard to get it. Who walked away with no punishment? Yeah, because he was moving. Mm -hmm. Hey, and we already seen it in this fight that Tyson Fury's punches do not hurt. So I can see Anthony Joshua walking through him and they have <laughs> way better them. movement. I think Anthony Joshua runs can run the table if he wanted to. The only know, thing bro. I do, only thing I don't like about Anthony hey. Joshua is his Gypsy magic is real, son. Gypsy if it was well, if it was real, you he would get that decision. He almost did, bro. Yeah. Almost well, doesn't got, count, man. If you ever watched the replay of the 12th round when he got knocked down, like, he's, like, talking. He's an undertaker, man. He was, was uh, what was his name? Uh, Gypsy Magic. Paul, what was, uh, what was the undertaker's dude with the urn? What was his name? Paul, Paul. Paul Bear. 
Paul Bear. Yeah. Yeah, man. He that's what it was. He was it, uh, just get straight up, man. Something's wrong with him. Man. I told you he's not mentally all the way there. That's you can only be that way if you're, you're not all there. Like Forrest Gump, Bobby Boucher, all these guys, like for real. You <laughs> to be that great, you can't you can't be great unless you're one of those. Then you're a little bit off. He is. I put. I'm placing Tyson Fury in that <laughs> place in Tyson Fury. You're putting in that Tyson Fury in the same category as Bobby Boucher and Forrest Gump. Yes. Yes. They weren't all there in the top of the head, and they were great athletes. Great athletes. Great athletes. I, I respect it. I love it. So who are you picking to win this fight? Um, <laughs> Dylan White. Dylan White? Yeah. I think he actually, after you already got the split decision win now. I think he knocks out there. Sure. Yeah. I think he knocks him out. I think he knocks him out in six rounds. So... Now, next is, is a double headline. There's a couple of the fighters on this fight card. I know we, um, uh, the Bartholomew Cousins are coming back on the same fight card. It's going to be on Fox Sports. Was it uh, Ludwin and Rancis? Yep. They're going to be on this fight card coming up. But the, but the headline is going to be – oh, also Dominic Brazil is going to be on the same fight card as well. Did you um, look all these up? Were you doing your job? Yeah, I looked all these up. Good job. But the main event is going to be the Chalo twins. Now, they decided who would be the headline off of Paper, Rock, Scissors. I like that. I like that. I respect I like that. that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to be the headline? They're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, just like, gentlemen, yeah. if you call Shotgun and someone wants to call you out, you got one chance to rock them. That's it. You got to call it. You got to say rock. You get one chance. One, two, three, boom. That's a gentleman's way. <laughs> If uh, if it was up to me, I'd probably want to go first. I'd always want to go first. Oh yeah, you talked you talked about that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just used to. I'm just like, I'm just. I like mm. to get it out the way. Yeah. Me just get well, it out the way. That and also, if I think I'm the better one, I always say go first. Make everybody else sweat. Say make everybody else sweat. Mm-hmm. Make everybody else sweat. And then so, it's just like there. It's just like that one fight where they were on the same card. It's like once one brother knocks the other person out. Yes, yeah, that's, that's bragging rights, man. You couldn't even get your guy out. Yep. So I'll, I'll now, rather, I would rather set the tone for that. This is one here. This is an interesting one. Now, the original fight was supposed to be Jamal Charlo versus Willie Monroe Jr. Yeah. The Mongoose. Now, in for Willie Monroe Jr. is Matt Korobov, who's got one loss, Russian fighter. I've seen him fight before. He's no slouch, but he's literally taking this off of four days' notice. Four days for the fight to prepare. So he was already in the gym. Don't know who he was training for. But Jamal Charlo is catching a small break, or is he? Because a fight with him and Willie Monroe would have been a great matchup at 160, a great statement, and I feel a little sorry for this brother that he can't catch a solid opponent. Now, this is one of these things where you're supposed to, you know, the fight you're supposed to win, what's he say? When you're great, it's not the 50-50 fights. It's the fights that you're supposed to win. And this is where he needs to show his greatness. Yeah. Because you're fighting a sparring partner, basically. How, look at that dude. He looks like he's 60 years old. How old is he? That could just be the streets, man. Yeah, man he oh. is, uh, is, he, is he, 30, uh, he's 35. Did he train with Kurt Cities by any chance? <laughs> if he did run, don't take the fight. So we got a loss to Andy Lee. Oh yeah, that's right. Only loss, Andy Lee. Uh, also fought Us- Uskategi and and handed him a loss. Yeah. So not bad. Who's got Who's got the weed? Is right now the 168 champion. Who's got to defend that against Caleb Plant? Now Jamal Jamal Charlo has to make his greatness known. 
Yeah. He has to get this man out early and quick like he should and what we expect. So the we're just going to go over the last four fights that What was he the has. last time that Korobov fight to? He fought earlier he fought in March this year. Okay, not bad. So versus he is, uh, versus he is Jonathan active. Bautista who was 16 and 12 at the, the time. The <laughs> He was 16 and 12, got a unanimous decision win. Okay. Then you got a Scott Sigmund, 27 and 9, got a unanimous decision. Brian Vera, 23 and 10, Solid. unanimous decision. Uh uh, Josu Obadu, 14 and 8, unanimous decision. Legit. So it's just like, yeah, you're winning. You're winning but convincingly. Who? But Brian Bear is the who? best solid name on there, and he's well past his days. He should have been, he should stop boxing already. But now you get, you answered the call. I hope you're ready for what happens next. Because well, this is what happens. You can go, well, you have. If he goes back, you got a loss to Andy Lee and you got a loss to Jamal Charlo. You're going to go back to exactly what you were doing before this. Sparring. We'll see what happens next. Now, do you think anybody's going to fight Jamal at 160? you think he's going to get a Canelo shot? you think he will get a – who else? Do you think he gets to fight maybe a Jaime Munguia? you think that happens? Jaime Munguia, Canelo, I don't know, man. It all has to make sense. And you all have to – even though he has the belt, I can see it, but I don't know if it's actually going to come – to flourishing, and even then, I what still about don't him think and he, Daniel Jacobs? That's the fight I want. That would be a great fight. That's the fight I want. That would be a great fight. Who do you think wins that fight? Daniel Jacobs didn't look the best in his last fight, but at the same time, is fights to his level. He does fight. He does fight to his level. Still, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to say he's quick, but I can with Daniel Jacobs. I can see like a Peter Quillen thing happening, knocking him out. Him out in the first round. Like, we'll, but we'll we'll, we'll see what we'll happens. See. It, it, I, I still love that when he walked by and saw him. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh, what's this here? Yeah, so that's Brooklyn right there for he you, said, man. He said, I'm talking I, M's. <laughs> yeah, so I'm – we both like Daniel Jacobs, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to bet – I don't want to bet against him, man. The only loss mm -hmm. is to – Triple G. Triple G. There you Which go. Which is he got, he got, arguably he got some he got some ugly wins, but yep. either way he won them. So that's right. So we'll see what happens here. Jamal Charlie, you better get this man out early. This is one of the things you better get him out early to make people want to demand the fight. Because if you don't do nothing big here, you're not gonna get no names, bruh. No names. Even if you think if you knock this man out early, they're gonna be scared to fight you. Let's say they are. The public will demand it. The internet will take over and start talking ish and make the fight happen. Because that's what happens nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? When you bump into each other, it's going to get televised. That's what happens now. This is the only way to, to get it. I would never ask you to fight your brother because I don't think you should. But if you want to make a statement for yourself, you have to go after these guys by making a statement with these names. You can't let them hand you no slouches. Now, you had a good chance at Willie Monroe. His testosterone levels were too high, so they said, no, you can't fight. So we'll see what happens here. Jamal Chala, hopefully he makes some moves. I do like I, li I like the Chala twins. I like them a lot. You know, I just like poke fun at them. It's, it's fun to say their names. I understand. I understand. Now the headline is still who I think will be the number one pound for powder in about two three years probably. Jamal Chala versus Tony Harrison. Now Tony Harrison is like uh, Jesse Hart. He's yeah. fighting his way back to the spot. Yeah. Keep and and you got you got to respect that. Now Jamal Chala, I give him mad props because last time we talked about him was also on a DV. Domestic violence. And and real smart. Kept it low. Step back. Not, don't make no appearances. Nothing. Been quiet. Got a fight. Time to get back in the mix. Hopefully he broke up with that girl. And we'll see what happens here. Do you think Tony Harrison has a shot? No. 
You got shut just in the words of the late great Rick Fox, like when he, when he was talking about uh late great he's still alive, bro. Rick Fox, I don't think he's alive. The best one there? No, man. Black Black Cinema, man. Oh wow. Rick, look it up. Come I on, know, I man. I believe you, man. Hey, Google. Harlem Knights. Red Fox. Red Fox. Red Fox. Uh, I, I did say Rick Fox. My fault, man. Like Rick Red Fox. Red Fox. Boston Celtics. When he's talking, when he's talking about the champ in Harlem Knights, he's like. You think that white boy got a shot? He got a shot in his ass. That's exactly what he. That's exactly what he's got. So Tony Harrison, you, when you were when he was fighting for the vacant belt for yeah. the IBF against uh, Jared Swift Heard, mm-hmm. even though it was a close fight, yeah, you got you got KO'd. Yeah, you got TKO'd in there, and Jamel Charlo was on a different level than that. Yeah, I, and then going just not even going off that, Austin Trout. He got a fought, fought a wily veteran in there yeah. and got the majority decision on that mm-hmm. one. Then KO Jail, I mean uh, Erickson Lubin before yep. that KO Charles Hadley, John Jack. He's mm-hmm. he's he's killing everybody right now, yep. man. And I don't think Tony I think Tony Harrison's going to be the same thing. So what's left for 154 then? Who's the current champ at 154? Now we know who we want to see face each other. Let's look Jared at the re- let's look at the, let's look at the reality of this. Uh, who, what fights would actually get made? Right? This is an easy one. Yes. Jared Swift Heard. Yeah. Jared hits Swift Heard didn't look good in his last fight. Nope. Not at all. But to me, he never really looks dominant in his fights a lot. Jared Swift Heard can take a punch body. better than anybody else. He sure can. Who do you think would win that fight? Jamel Charlo. Knock him out. Yeah. Easy, right? I I had Laura. Um, if it wasn't for the knockdown, Swift Heard would be down to Laura. Now, Jaime Munguia versus Jamel Charlo. Who hits Jamel. harder? Jaime Munguia, he doesn't he wet behind the ears still, man. I like Jaime Munguia just because of what he does, but Jamel ain't no Saddam Ali. Now this is let's go into the fantasy realm, and I'm not talking about costumes and whips. If we had Jamel Charlo, we'll say 160 pounds versus Triple G or Canelo. Today. Triple, Triple G and Canelo. Easy, right? Yeah. Now, what about Jamal versus either one of those? Triple G Canelo. I just think they're a different class. What about Jamel and Danny Jacobs? Still, uh, it's a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em. It's a it's a pick 'em. Now I think Jamel Charles is only going to get bigger with time, and with time in the next couple of years, he'll be elevated to pound for pound spot by default. It always happens by default when anybody gets there, and that's just kind of what it is. Not many people can get skyrocketed to the to the top of ESPNs because they want to give. Because they're blowing how the skills and amazed by someone like Lomachenko, now, who, who, who isn't in the top this. five to me. We we've also said this in the past shows that on the our, the first episode of next year we are going to have an official square circle one on one pound for this pound. This is going to be a tough one already. It's going to be a really tough one because like when you say pound for pound in the next few years, we're talking about. Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence still being out there. We're mm-hmm. talking about Canelo still active, mm-hmm. probably. Like to be top pound for pound, that means one of those guys have to lose. And if one of those guys have to lose, who beat them? Mm-hmm. And how do they beat him? Because yeah. like Jamel or Jamel or Jamal, whoever you, you said, Jamel, right? Mm-hmm. Jamel Charlo for him to be number one pound for pound, he's he's going to have to clean out his weight division and impossibly move up until his brother retire mm-hmm. and clean out one sixty for him yeah. to be. Pounded for pound. That's true. I agree with you 100 percent there. So that's the so re- what are we picking on why, this? This one? is the reason why we definitely need to go on and actually so win. So let me ask you this. And actually think All about. Right, so are we picking what round this is going to end? 
I suck at doing that, but you know what? We can. I would say round five. Seven. Seven? What, round seven. That's what, that's what round uh, That's what round that he lost to Swift in. Yep. That's right. Round seven. Uh, Jamel has more power than Swift. Mm-hmm. Still. Tony Harrison is, is a savvy... He's a, he's a young fighter who fights like a veteran. He he knows the game of boxing. He's pretty smart in there, oh. and I and it, he knows how to survive. Eric Saluba got knocked out in the first round because Eric Saluba was cocky. I told you he wasn't gonna last six. I told you that because I knew it was gonna happen. It was it was way too sloppy, and he got got whopped out of the first punch. Like <laughs> my dad said, he sat down and, and he made a, he made a nice sandwich <laughs> for a fight, and by the time he went to take the first bite, it was over. It was over. I'd be so pissed. I would be heated. Now, make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And don't forget to download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. How are we winning? What you got for me? You don't need to have it all figured out to move forward. I like that one. That's a good quote. You had me. I had no jokes for that one. That's a great one. That's when you know it's good. You know where to find us, man.